Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto alarm rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. If you ain't holla at the hook, then you pay too much. If you ain't holla at the hook, then you pay too much. (laughs) But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh, shit, I messed up already. Oh, shit, (laughs) sir. They know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my God. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and, and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? Sunday, October, 29th? September. No, September 30th. 30th. We all are. <laughs> I feel really good today. I feel really good. Not just because it's Sunday. Of course. I just actually feel really good. So, what up, world, man? This is Anthony Roberts, host of the Reality Is Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host. Artesia. I don't know why you never say your last name, but... Where filtering becomes extinct. This is the reality is where filtering becomes extinct podcast. Today's episode of the reality is is powered by Roberts Media Group and is brought to you by Spreaker. So listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. Today's episode is also brought to you by the good guys over at the W brand where the motto is all wins, no losses. So so go support the brand by going to www.thewbrand.com. Let me let me do that last time. www.thewbrand.com. The WBrand.com. Awesome. I'm but just glad you got through it. Shout out to the homie man, Jason, man, out of Houston. They have the Trap Gala. Yes. It's going on on I November really want 9th. To go. I know, but we're supposed to be in Jacksonville. I know, but so I really want to. Go. I am thinking about Especially after the last promo video. Yeah. Like, I feel like I need to be. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the promo <laughs> video. I'll post it again today. I may drop this episode today as well, but the promo video is amazing. It's like a guy, a violinist, is playing, mm-hmm. and it is a beautiful woman with a bra and a thong on twerking going to work. her motherfucking ass off. And mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yes. So, it's very artistic. So the homie Jason, man, and everybody who's a part of the Trap Gala out of Houston, Texas, I want you guys to have an amazing time. I hope it, you know, flourishes. Hopefully you guys, hopefully this is the first of many. We can't leave Jacksonville early to head down to Houston. That would be the day. Well, because I, think I would can. be down there the 7th through the 9th. You wouldn't, I would already be there. You wasn't coming to the weekend. Yeah. So I would be there from the 7th through the 9th. So I could fly back or I could fly straight into Houston that mm-hmm. night. And then I would just have to have whatever I'm wearing ready and meet you there. Yeah. That's how that would have to go. We might need to talk about that. So that's how that would go. And then we would have to be in Houston that weekend and book interviews in Houston. Maybe even bring Jason in the studio to talk about how this came about. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'll be. 
oh, game yeah. for that. Him and some of the women. Maybe I can get the girl who was and twerking. And we already have the studio on lock. Yeah, and so, I need to make sure that I whoever, think we can make this happen. Whoever the girl is in the, in the studio or in that video, I would like her in the studio. <laughs> And we need to find a videographer <laughs> to go with us to Houston yes. or meet us in Houston so we can make that pop. Yeah, I think I want to work with somebody that's actually Houston-based. Yeah, I think that'll be dope for the culture for real, too. Mm-hmm. Happy podcasting or happy international <laughs> podcasting day. So I'm, I'm fucking today. up today, man. But you know what? We weren't supposed to be doing a podcast today, but I hit you up this morning. and I was like, hey, you want to come through and put some work on wax? Mm-hmm. And I think we both are getting to a point where we love this shit. Mm-hmm. Happy International Podcasting Day. <laughs> you sounded and looked like a little kid. <laughs> so I, I think um, I think we both, uh, this is something we are starting to really love to do. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when I first wanted you to come through yeah. and be a co-host, you was like, Anthony, that's not my job. It's not my job. I do something on the back end that's not going to work for me. Uh-uh. And then I was nervous too because you... I know you're an introvert. Yeah. And I know you don't like talking about your personal life. No. I know you don't like putting your business out I there. I don't. But you show or have gotten good at it. I know, right? It's all, weird. But, but I'm at a different place in my life, too. So yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Because when we first started, I was just like, I used to dread, actually, the times where you would be like, come podcast with me. Because <laughs> I never knew what to expect. And yeah. because the podcast is so open and so yeah. raw, it was like, I don't really feel like I'm going to bring value to the mic. So when you when we first started, that's why I was always hesitant. And I don't know if people can go back or if they have listened. Oh, yeah. Like I think you can definitely tell like yeah. the transformation. Yeah, we've been getting some feedback because I told you one girl says she's been listening to a lot of the episodes. She gave some feedback about a mm-hmm. couple of podcasts. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I don't have my phone in front of me to look up her name, but she if she's listening, she'll know who she is. Yeah. And she was like, I just started listening to your podcast. And she's like, I've went back and listened as far as episode 100, which mm-hmm. means she has listened to about 160. Episodes. <laughs> yep. So shout out to all the people that uh, came before me and gave up their co-host spot. Yeah. Because now y'all have is. really, um, you yeah. know, allowed me to grow in a certain way. So they say everything happens for a reason. It is true. And I definitely believe that this was one of those things. So the I have helped you grow is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. This platform that you created has oh, helped man. me grow. No, I'm just playing. Some people <laughs> probably be like, "Oh, he's so arrogant," but I'm not. I just, I just like to fuck with her because sometimes, sometimes. Even when we were together, sometimes you wouldn't acknowledge things that I did. I did acknowledge them. It was just about how sometimes you would act. Like, you know, people think that you are arrogant. Um, you can have your Brody moments. So, and I have a little, my ego is a little bit different than yours, but I do have one. So, that was just my way of, yeah, not really giving in. Okay. I got you. I got you. So happy International Podcasting Day. I think I tell you guys all the time what type of podcast I like to listen to because of I like to listen to things that are a little bit racy. I mm-hmm. like to listen to things that are talking about life. Very few things about like hip hop culture because that I mean, that shit is oversaturated anyway, mm-hmm. which is why we don't even really talk about a lot of hip hop culture here. And we may do a little bit today with some new music. But for the most part, we just try to stick to our lives, um, life lessons, life experiences to help other people out. But I know you hit me up with your top three podcasts. Um, that you like so for Happy International Podcast and they we wanted to tell you guys yes. three episodes or three podcasts we that like I listening to listen but to. it's going to be all Artesia <laughs> on today 
So mine are, first I listen to, um, it's called Hey Girl by Alex L. Anybody knows her on social media. She's pretty big. She's all about self-care. And so she just has like a collection of stories that women can relate to, you know, different life struggles, Mm -hmm. um, just highs and lows. The next one I listen to is Side Hustle Pro. That's a really good one because I'm somewhat of a side hustle pro. Yes, I've always had a side hustle. (laughs) And so um, that one is by Nakayla Matthews. I think I'm pronouncing her her first name right. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, I'm sorry. But it's really good because... Nakayla Matthews Akome. Okay, go all the way with it. I was going to stay away from that one. (laughs) (laughs) But I listened to that one because um, she highlights successful women. Um, most of them are, I want to say black women, but either way, successful women that are really doing their thing when it comes to business yeah. and, you know, and then the last one that I listen to is the Casey crew. Uh, I listen, <laughs> I do listen to that one and not to be funny, the Casey crew, a lot of people have compared our podcast yeah. to the Casey Once crew. Once we started really talking about like our relationship, I yeah. think that's where that came from, yeah. but I really do enjoy No shade listening. to them. I do think I'm be- we're better than the Casey crew. Oh, I, wow. I mean, I do feel that. <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. I love DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. I love Gia Casey. Yeah. But I think our stories are a little bit more entertaining. Okay. Well, those are my top three podcasts. <laughs> now you running. No, man. Shit, I may run into that nigga one day. Who knows? I know, I right? definitely plan on recording. In the direction the that we're again. heading. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. These are three podcasts that you definitely should be listening to. That's Hey Girl by Alex L. Side Hustle Pro by Nikayla Matthews Akome and the Casey Crew with... DJ Envy and Gia Casey mm-hmm. So definitely check those out Man a lot of new music came out this past Friday um, I'm not going to say that I'm fucking excited I, I, We'll put it like this I was excited yeah, about it I was excited And then my brother hit me up at like 11 On like that Thursday And he's like hey Wayne shit drop at midnight mm-hmm. I was like yeah I've been waiting for it man I, I, And like I told my brother before this Wayne dropped I said man I was wondering how you are Cause I think I hit you up at like 6 o'clock yeah. The next morning And you was, and then I was like hey I sent it to you And you was like oh you gave me like a full detailed review And I was like this nigga already listened to it Yeah I literally when it came out at midnight I was watching TV in my bed And when the clock strike 12 I literally went over to Apple iTunes Mm-hmm. Downloaded it. Title. Yeah, I'm I'm switching some. I'm a title girl. Downloaded it and I just laid in my bed. I left it, you know, left the phone on. And like the first song with his mom, I was like, okay, that's dope, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I think the second song, I was like, ah, I can't. I don't, you know, I don't have a playlist in front of me. But oh, well, there it go right there. So let me see. Where did I just screenshot that? Why am I screen stuck? But anyway, he took my review of Wayne's album is not great because I was very disappointed. Um, that read your mind and read your mind and lead your line and get behind the line and two lines and no checking really? this line, take away the stars and add more line. Like really? it was just too much rhyming and mumble jumbo. He didn't mumble, but it was just like, nigga, really? And they, I was watching uh, The Breakfast Club And even Charlemagne I may put that clip in there But literally Somebody was playing that song And he was like Read your mind Don't cross the line Check us this line Blah 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 And he was saying all that shit Charlamagne was like, all right, okay, okay. I just think I really, okay, so first of all, I'm glad that I did not pay attention to your review. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad that I didn't pay attention to your review Uh and I listened to the album for myself. Wayne, man. I'm a Wayne fan. I'm a Wayne fan too. And I'm honest enough to say. I'm honest enough to say that, okay, while it may not have been, like, his Carter best one, album. Carter two. I think it's better than people are giving him credit for. All his mixtapes throughout the summers of 2010 and 2012. Like, what the fuck was this? 
This, what the fuck, I mean, man? I have quite a few songs on here that Not I really me. do like. Even the song with him and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was better. What's wrong with that song? Kendrick Lamar was better. They did. I, I love that song because they told a great story. Yes. I don't know what the name of that song they is. They had stories for days. It was in Mona that Lisa. Song. Mona Lisa. Yeah. That's what it is. They had. I, I liked it because it had a beginning, a middle, and an ending. Mm-hmm. So I did like that about it. I love Don't Cry, though. Let's not skip over that. Oh, well, I love that more so because of XX uh, Extension. Yeah. Even though he, you know, he got a bad rap with what happened. Yeah. So. But that shit was dope. Yeah. Now that song I did like because of the hook. Wayne still can rap, but I want the Wayne that doesn't sound like like I want the Wayne so that actually you're saying talks. You want old Wayne. I want old Wayne where he actually okay, so this is my pronounces question. his words and he he spits hits you with that lyrical bullshit. You know that's gonna hit you over the motherfucking head and actually make you think. Okay, like so best rapper alive. Like going into it where he's actually rapping and not sounding like a gremlin. So as a Wayne fan and as a Kanye West fan. There you are. I have a question. I'm in a I have a question with them because I don't need one of them Because you right often now. said when Kanye started getting flack for changing his music, everybody's like, oh, we want the old Kanye back. And you was like, oh, we got to let him evolve. He's changing. He's different now. So, But now you're saying you want old Wayne. So Wayne is no. not allowed to evolve? No, I'm not saying Wayne different. Is, I'm not saying he's allowed to not evolve or be different. All I'm saying is he can, he can rap using those same words. Mm-hmm. But the delivery could be different, mm-hmm. and his delivery has been the same for the last couple of albums, and it has weakened. His brand has diluted, even on mixtapes like the drought. Like, I mean, not the drought, but dedication one and two. That mm-hmm. shit was popping. Dedication three was okay. Four and five, they, it just got like it, it became trash. And another thing is the beats on the album. Wayne, well, you've been saying that for a long. Yeah, time. Wayne has always been able to to deliver, but I'm like. With all these dope beats, like if you listen to Young Thug's new album, like the beats and shit on there, like why does he not have dope Didn't beats? Did Young Thug's album new album come out the same day as Carter? Yeah, yeah, and I like it, but I do not like. I Wayne. just I don't know. I I rarely can understand what Young Thug is saying. He's a character and he's animated, so that's good. The next album, just to get off Wayne, because it's just disappointing for the shit to fucking <laughs> even sound like this. It really wow. does. And then Logic, Logic is somebody yes. Young Sinatra five, mm-hmm. a four. This dude is people sleep on Logic because he they look at him and they just be like he's white, but he's biracial. I like him because his lyrics actually have meaning. They have meaning. Mm-hmm. He's up on social issues. He's up on political issues. He's he's went through his mom and uh, his mom being a crackhead, his dad being a whatever, mm-hmm. his dad black, his mom white. You know, his mom. He talks about how his mom used to call him nigga. It's like he's a mixture of. Eminem, mm-hmm. but more, or to me, he sounds more hip hopish than Eminem. Yeah. Like Eminem just has that voice, and, you know, Logic has a flow Have to it. Have you listened to the new Eminem? No, I'm not in. I'm, I ain't. Same thing with Eminem. Eminem is a great rapper, but his last couple of albums to me was just like, I can't listen to this shit. Yeah. Some people like you just. That's tough critic. Some people just outgrow people. <laughs> Yeah, that's great music. And then I've gotten into like I'm more of a Bilal listener, mm-hmm. you know. Like I, I do like Kendrick Lamar, I like you know J. Cole, J. Cole. But yeah, I like Black. Is that oh, black? Black. is it Black or it's Slack? Black. It's just Black. It's just Black. But I just love replace it with him. Six because he's on Six. Yeah, out of East Atlanta. Atlanta Love Letter is like in heavy rotation for me right now. Yeah. So yeah, my you, favorite song is Thin. <laughs> yeah, which we played on the last episode yes. at the end. Thank you for letting it play longer. Not a problem. <laughs> Anything I can do to please the people. So with Black, though, I do like Black. Um, the reason I like Black, he has a distinct sound. Mm-hmm. When you hear him, you hear him, you know it's him. Yeah. Period. 
So that's my music for right now. Carter Five sucked. Logic was good. Black is good. Carter Five did not suck. It may grow on me. It, I think if you listen to it more, because I was very detailed with listening to some of the lyrics and stuff that he said that he used nah, in the songs. Bruh. And so it wasn't as bad nah. as people made it out to be. Nah, bro. It wasn't his best, but it, was, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> that's my review. He saw the best in me. <laughs> You singing that for Wayne because you giving this nigga all kind of praise for that. I'm trash. not. I'm not even riding it like. Sorry, oh, it's the I like Wayne album. though, man. You know, and the thing it's, about it is, I still respect Wayne because he is an artist. I mm-hmm. just think what I think is when you get ready to put something out, where are the people around you to say, "Bro, I know you can do better than that." Like if I was making a rap album, and I, I would want people to be like, but people be blowing and pumping people up like, yo, that's going to slap. Or people, sometimes people, people's fandom is so mm-hmm. strong that they can't even see the bullshit that their favorite artist is putting out mm-hmm. because they just love them. I used to be that person. I was like that even with Wayne up until like his last two albums. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't keep giving this nigga a pass because I love him. Yeah. Can't do that. We got a lot, of, a lot of new fall television shows. Oh, yes. I'm um, so glad. That have come back on. Uh, Chicago Fire is back. Chicago PD is back. Um, new Amsterdam is back. That's a, No, it's not back. It's new. Oh, New Amsterdam <laughs> is a new. new. Show. A Million Little Things is another new show. Mm-hmm. This Is Us is back. So it's just a lot of great fall shows that's going to make people roll right into cuffing season, emotional and open for hurt. Cuffing season is definitely up on us. Oh, yeah. I I am starting to hear, like I've heard from so many people that mm-hmm. I have not heard from in quite some time. That hasn't happened to me yet. And they all are t- talking that talk, like trying to get it. Well, how does that feel? Um, Honestly, it feels a little different because, of course, this yeah. year I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> so it does feel a little bit different. Um, It feels good, you know, yeah. but it's, you also know it's temporary because it's just cuffing season. But sometimes cuffing season, people come out of cuffing season's winners. I don't know. There's winners and losers in cuffing season. I don't know. <laughs> there are some winners and losers in cuffing <laughs> season. So for Fire Television, This Is Us came back um, – it was a very emotional episode. This is us is always emotional. I I think I cry every episode, yeah, literally. You probably do. I because uh, it's so many different dynamics and all of them are great. Like yes. Randall dealing with you know adopting um, his wife, like their family dynamic. The two little girls. Yeah. While you talk about me crying, you go crazy in behind the two his two daughters. Yeah, I think I'm just getting softer. I mean, 36 is really <laughs> right around the corner, and I feel like. Um, not only is my dick softer when I shave it, uh, I'm super soft. Just wanted to put that out there, huh? I'm just soft. <laughs> like, I'm literally soft. I was looking at the yeah. TV like, yo, man, like, I'm gazing at these little girls like, fuck. Yeah, I don't, do, you want do, a kid. Do guys have babies? I, I think you started to send me more and more videos of babies lately. I don't know what's going on. And it's and it's funny. It's Shout beautiful. Out to it's a Brit, beautiful man, thing. Cause she be sending me pictures of little, <laughs> little, you know, the homie Remington man, mm-hmm. and just seeing Remy. Like every time she sent me a video of him, I, I literally texted the other day when she sent me the last video of him because she sent me a video of him trying to beatbox, mm-hmm. and then he was trying to play this game, and then he finally started walking. So mm-hmm. she sent me his first walk. And, like, I was just staring at the phone, and I texted back. I said, I watched this shit, like, eight times. Yeah. I was like, this little dude got my heart, man. I was like, if y'all don't want him for a little bit, just send him out here. I think it's been beautiful to watch because you you have to keep in mind, when we first met, you were dead set on, I don't want no kids. I'm selfish with myself and my time. I can't. Yeah, that's not an option for me. And now, six years later, (laughs) 
Remy be good. I mean, Remy <laughs> and all these kids growing on me. Because those are some beautiful girls on This Is Us, man. Yeah. Um, the new show that I really like that came out is A Million Little Things. Oh, my God. And the reason I like A Million Little Things is because the way the uh, show started off, it spoiler alert. Heavy. Spoiler alert. Well, no, it wasn't a spoiler alert. No, they it's gave be a, that. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's a spoiler alert just the way I'm telling it. Okay. But it's crazy because one thing I always talk about with television shows, there's a lot of great shows out there, but you can't get into them because they take so long to give you the story. Mm-hmm. And A Million Little Things jump right into giving you the fucking story. Yeah. And they gave you the story of three, what, four friends, mm-hmm. four guys who met on the elevator, and they ended up, you know, getting stuck on the elevator. Yeah. Stuck for, on there for like two and a half hours. And they they came out friends. Mm-hmm. Well, the show started off, and it, it was focused solely on suicide. Mm-hmm. So one of those four friends committed suicide, and it was crazy because both of us were watching the show, and we were like, oh, my God, I hope it's not the black guy. Yeah, because right at that same Rumpy, time I when, forgot his when name. the other guy committed suicide, the black one was sitting there. Stuffing his mouth with pills, yeah. getting ready to he kill himself. He had just finished his letter. And one of the third guys who kept calling him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And finally he answered the phone. And that's kind of what made me emotional because that's literally how it happens. Yeah. Like, because I think we talked about it before. My mom, you know, she committed suicide. Yeah. And after that, it was times where I tried myself yeah. to do it. But always something always seemed to happen yeah. that prevented it. So, I mean, seeing that on TV and now with more of a focus being given towards mental health, it, I mean, yeah. Of course it's going to draw you in. Yeah, because it drew me in, and I saw that, and I I thought it was so crazy because, like, while um, Rumney was trying to get ready to kill himself, Mm -hmm. stuffing his mouth with pills, you know, his his homeboy is at at the hospital Mm -hmm. getting tested for cancer for the second time to see if it's still in remission. Yeah. He's calling Rumney, who was stuffing himself with pills, to tell him that... Their other friend had the already... The one that was the reason that they all became friends get, yeah, Had in the jumped first off place. a building and committed suicide. Exactly. And he had seemingly had a lovely life, a beautiful wife, mm-hmm. nice job, a beautiful secretary, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything was going good <laughs> for him in life. So it was so crazy that one of your friends is dying while another one is getting ready to stuff his mouth with pills to kill himself. And the reason they brought that up is because it was talking about friends, a million little things. There are a million little things that friends don't tell friends. Mm-hmm. We don't really tell people how we're struggling mm-hmm. or how, you know, some of the things that we're going through. And I told you over the last year or so, I've felt like I've dealt with depression hard. Mm-hmm. And depression for me, I think it came from, I, I told you the story on the podcast several times, is from my Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. And when I had Bell's palsy, my whole face changed, my look shifted, I wasn't confident. Mm-hmm. Like I just lost who I was. So I felt like I got a taste. I, I literally feel like I was never depressed before then. I feel like I had bad days, mm-hmm. but with Bell's palsy, I literally sat and slept in depression, woke up depressed, went to sleep depressed, mm-hmm. depressed, went through my day depressed because I had never been here before. Mm-hmm. I had never been that low before. I had never viewed myself as less than before. Mm-hmm. So it was just hard being in that situation. Like, fuck, how do you get out of this? Yeah. And even today, it's still lingers. I could go get a haircut and, you know, look nice or whatever. And I've never had an issue with women. But it's like, I can still go look in the mirror and be like, this is not enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're your own worst critic anyways yeah. when it comes to, yeah. like. And that's what was up with Romney because he was a TV producer mm-hmm. and he had, had a beautiful a successful, And that's one thing that people don't really seem yeah. to understand because I know we've had the conversation before. Like, yeah. certain people around me are dead set on the fact that, oh, you're, you're doing good for yourself. Your life is easy. You, you don't money. have, like, yeah. And none of that even matters because, quite frankly, I would give up everything that I have if my mom were still here. Yeah. But because that was the biggest thing in my life that kind of changed my course. Yeah. So, 
No, that's crazy. But a million little things, man, I liked it because, like I said, it addressed so many things with mental health. And I definitely don't think we talk about them. I put out a video the other day about depression. Mm -hmm. I wasn't depressed, but I thought to myself the times of when I was depressed Mm -hmm. and when I was in those bad days, did somebody do something to see me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what people don't understand is the video I put out about depression I may not, I may have helped somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody could have you know saw something and been like, "Yo, you know, I'm glad this person put that shit out because I am depressed today and mm-hmm. I do need to you know work on this or work on that or maybe it's a strong or person that day or go call, yeah to check on somebody. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? And I think we have to be inspired by those things and we have to be inspired by just wanting to help and build ourselves and other people mm-hmm. prime example i was at the uh barbershop the other day shout out to the homie george gibson over at you unisex salon yes. out in desoto texas big man o, big o. yeah and big o man go check them out if you're in the area but me and him was talking the other day and as we were talking in the barbershop we we always talk about like community and kingdom building when i'm in there with him george reads a shitload of books you know <laughs> and he always asks me have i read him and i'm so far behind george um he's definitely an intellectual guy man and we'll sit up and talk and we were talking about building communities and stuff and i saw this girl walk in and she brought this little boy in and he got in the chair and she was cutting mm-hmm. his hair and as george was inspiring me he inspired me to be like hey bro tell oh i'll, I'll pay for this guy's cut you know mm-hmm. whatever he gets I'll pay for it. So he told O, and me and George continued on talking, and after he finished the little boy's hair, you know, he, the girl went to pay for it, and I was like, nah, I heard him say, nah, he got you. And she was like, for real? Mm-hmm. And, like, she looked at me, and she was like, sir, I appreciate it. You didn't have to do it. And I was like, nah, not a problem. I mm-hmm. mean, we kingdom building. I don't have a kid, mm-hmm. but like you just said, I have a passion, and I'm soft on him right now. <laughs> so when I saw that, he was a handsome little boy, and I was like, you know what? Yo, I'm going to take care of his haircut. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do have a daddy, but I just saw a woman bring in a kid. Yeah. Didn't see no man. Normally, the man brings the kid. She can use that $20 for some gas. Exactly, or some food, <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever the case may be, because I don't know their situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to be for people to be like, oh, he's a great guy. I'm saying that shit because of, that's the kind of shit we need to do. Oh, yeah. If you got an extra $80, if you got an extra $100, pay for the person's grocery behind you mm-hmm. and say hey I got $50 and on don't that. do it just expecting to get something in return somebody may even not to be funny you may even try to help somebody and somebody may say what are you doing I don't need your help mm-hmm. be be prepared for that but yeah. don't take it you know offense to that just know that you just did your part throughout that day mm-hmm. and that person has to think about that anyway you know what I'm saying yeah. that's why I open the doors for people you know even like white folks sometimes Speak I do open a door for a white person to prove a point mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's my own point some people may say you don't have to but you know what it's we it's so many ways to change negative things or negative connotations that are going on or being written in this country and mm-hmm. one little thing like that can change that oh yeah Sometimes we got to yeah, uh, it's true. <laughs> and we just got to be bigger and better. Another great show that's out is a uh, new Amsterdam. That's a dope ass show. Oh yeah. Um, new Amsterdam. Um, one of the one things I loved about this show, it's, they really came out hard too and mm-hmm. jumped right into the show, but it was one part on there that stuck out to me and it made me, I felt it because it's a black doctor on there and it's a white doctor, white woman, doctor, black male doctor. Mm-hmm. And when they first introduced those two characters, they were talking about how, the girl came to him and she was like, hey. You want to grab a drink? Yeah, you want to grab coffee? And she was like, by coffee, I don't mean coffee. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ah, oh, he kind of, he curved her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we both grabbed the concept of, as you fist pump, we both grabbed the concept <laughs> of they had previously messed around. Though. Yeah. We- so she came back to him again later on in the day and she was like, hey, are you sure you don't want to get that coffee? He by, curved her again. And by coffee. <laughs> and by coffee. <laughs> Stay strong, black man. Stay strong. And as as he as he curved her again, 
she was just kind of looking like, you know, as he said no again, he kept walking up the hall and she just stopped at a place and looked at him like, what's mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? She came to him a third time and she's like, hey, what is the Persistent. problem with you? She's like, but that's one thing you got to get white women. Yeah, they they really good are. at what they do. People can say whatever the <laughs> fuck they want to say about them, but white women are good at what they fucking do. And instead of looking at them, judging and talking about them, get mm-hmm. on that motherfucking level of what they do. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, white women are by no means better than black women at all. At all. But they do have a particular set of skills that keeps them in the game. You and these particular sets of skills. I got to give the particular sets of skills and <laughs> deem them worthy to who they belong to. Anyways, continue with your story. So after he had curved her three times, she came back and she was like, what is the issue? And he was mm-hmm. like, it's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't want to go to coffee with you. But he was like, I'm at a point in my life where basically he, I'm paraphrasing. He's in an, an intentional point in his life mm-hmm. where everything he does is strategic and it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he said, I have my life mapped out and you don't fit in it. And she was like, how do I not fit in it? And, and he, he finally didn't. just told her, you're he, not black. And she was literally appalled. Mm-hmm. Like, what? How dare you? And I brought that up because I've said the same thing. And he said, you're not black. And he said, the vision I have for myself, I want dark chocolate babies. Mm-hmm. And I can't achieve that with you. I was just kind of happy that they put that on that's the real show. Shit. Because that is very real conversation. Now, granted, because it is TV, I'm pretty sure they're going to end up together. Some kind because of, they did kind of bring them together yeah, after the tragedy at the end of the show. They did. So, But I think that's a very real conversation. And while I'm over here fist pumping and all of that other stuff, like I do <laughs> think that, you know, people are allowed to fall in love with who they want to fall in love with because you can't control it. Like sometimes it just happens. So yeah. if there's a black guy dating a white woman, that's fine in my book. As long as you're not bashing the black women, that's yeah. all I have to say. And long as it's genuine love, mm-hmm. you know, not love of like aesthetics. Exactly. So so, no, I agree. But when he said that, it made me think, because I've had the conversation with a few white women I've dated in my life. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, do you ever want to be serious? Because, like, we've dated and we be fucking and shit. But it's like it never got to a point of, like, traveling together and, mm-hmm. you know, coming over to my mom's house and no shit like that. And I've had to have that conversation where I, I and you, I, since you've known me, I said that. I was like, if I have a kid, I want my son to be as dark as me, mm-hmm. if not if my not skin darker. color. Same thing for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I just posted a picture on Instagram the other day where I was like, damn, this skin mm-hmm. with this black woman. Oh, yeah, I love her. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it's like, I just want my kids to look like me. And as hard as it is, because I have loved some white women mm-hmm. and I have had some great times in relationships with white women. But it's like, I don't want to go to school and say, uh, can you tell Junior to come here and a sandy head, light skinned boy with gray eyes mm. is running to me. I don't see where I'm going to see him and myself in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I just love black skin. And then I don't think people understand for some of the white people who may listen and be like, what does he mean? Black women are so devalued these days. Mm-hmm. Especially by black men, and mm-hmm. it makes me fucking sick. Yeah, but it's our job to bring value to our own people, mm-hmm. and we don't have a high percentage of us, as we know the slave story of us being brought over here. Yeah, I mean more come, but everybody it diluted. Yeah, everybody diluted the brand, so we're it, we're minimal out here. Mm-hmm. So in order to repopulate and continue repopulating black people, 
we got to do something and love ourselves enough to stay within our own race too now love is blind and you mm -hmm. should date whoever you want to date but like i don't think you should be judged as a black person black man or woman if you want to date somebody or stay within your own race because you want to bring up another person that strong looks like black. you mm -hmm. another strong black person to build and then the thing about it is yes the one drop rule is real to where these biracial people and light-skinned people you know they are black as well or considered black as well in america and i want but, a blackity black but and you also got to have that yeah like they said like i said on the <laughs> other day like uh what was that girl name on her uh, uh, I forgot the name of that movie on something new. Oh yeah, and she was like, "I yeah, if you don't want them, Taraji P Henson." She's mm -hmm. like, "If you don't want them, give them to me. I give them some black ashy babies." Yeah. <laughs> I just want to, you know, I want to be able to have a black ashy baby. Mm -hmm. It's nothing against it. And like I say, people know me. I'm all for interracial dating. I've done it myself several times. But mm -hmm. like I said, I, 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 at this point in my life, I literally continue to think about kingdom building. Yeah. And building something and that's bigger what than it, myself. that's what it's about. And that's what it's all about for mm -hmm. us. We got to get back to that, to where we love ourselves too. So, hey, man, this is the reality is where filter becomes extinct. We're going to take a quick break because I know we've been talking motherfucking ears off. And we'll be right back. Why did you come back singing that song? I don't fucking know. Clearly. Just wanted to come back. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last couple, before we left, we was talking about Fall Television. We mm -hmm. told you guys about This Is Us, A Million Little Things, New Amsterdam. But I wanted to talk about or tell you guys about a show to watch. Mm -hmm. On HBO, it's Random Acts of Fly, and it's by Terrence Nance. And the reason this is special to us is because this is someone that you know. Mm hmm Yes, it is someone I know. I guess I'll tell you how I know them. But um <laughs> Whatever. But he's actually my um ex husband's cousin. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching the show and he also had another um little short film. I think it's oversimplica oversimplification of beauty. Blackface. Blackface. <laughs> That has to do with random acts of flyness. But face, I just face. think it's amazing anytime you see somebody that you know doing great things. Yep. And since he is like the creator and pretty much like a cat, the primary cast member yeah. of the show, yeah. like it's it's funny watching it, like to see him. And it was dope. It was dope watching you watch it mm -hmm. and like the smile you had on your face. And then noticing like his brother, he was like, oh, that's his brother. Mm -hmm. and, just, and like you say, it's crazy. How it's he included. Exactly. It's kind of like when we like when we started watching Queen of the South and we started, we you know, it was filmed. It was like, all about yeah. Dallas, like yeah. everywhere around here. Shout out again to Pluto Cash for putting me on Queen of the South. But it's just crazy when you see things that you're familiar with because you do feel connected to it. You do mm -hmm. feel, you know, some sense of pride. Exactly. You know, when you see someone or you see something. And that then you I especially like the fact that I brought it to you and I was like, hey, we need to watch this show. And everybody knows how tough of a critic you are. Yeah. So I really didn't know what to expect. But watching it with you and seeing your reaction to it because it is a lot of creativity a lot it's of things lot that of you talked about doing blackface blackface yes so blackface i think it's something that we both enjoy watching. blackface blackface and you have to watch the show to know why he blackface, is continuously blackface. saying blackface. Black, black not blackface not blackface <laughs> blackface I literally was saying that shit at Esther's yesterday when I was getting my hair done. I was like, "This, I love this fucking show. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be a creative to really get it. Yeah. You know, some of the satire that they had in it, you know, the music. Mm -hmm. um, just, yeah. 
yeah. The correlations they had to life and black people, white people, like shit was dope. Yeah. Definitely dope. So that's the show to watch. One of the things I wanted to talk about, I know as I've gotten older, I haven't been working out as much because motherfucker just too busy. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, it feel, I don't know about other people, but it feels good not to go to the gym. Well, I... I'm embracing this dad bod. <laughs> A dad bod. Okay. Anyways, I used to work out, but I didn't, I wasn't consistent because sometimes as a smaller individual, you bank on the fact that you are smaller. Mm-hmm. But when you get older... This is what you're saying. The skinny bitches think they can slide. Gotcha. <laughs> when you get older, things start to change. Um, I've always had a very healthy appetite. You know, stuff started sticking to me that didn't need to stick, mm-hmm. especially in certain places that I didn't want it to stick. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with the weight that I've gained. Yeah. I just want to tone up more. And I know that requires more consistency. But there is one issue that I have decided to remedy in a different way mm-hmm. that I'm super excited about. So when y'all start seeing me on Instagram with crop tops and uh, other stuff going on. And thotting it up. No, I'm not going to thot it up, but I'm just... <laughs> I'm just going to be more of who I was before I had kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a <laughs> I was just, just thinking about really, that while you was talking. You know, because I think that I do have a great figure. Yes. I get complimented, complimented on it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just really feel like that's one way that I want to improve myself for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm excited. I wish I had a gay person here right now to kind of. Yes, bitch, you better work. Wear that shirt snatched. Okay, you just did it. <laughs> Gay dudes be so animated. It's funny. I like I like, you know, they they good people, man. Yeah. I just always have like a gay response in my head sometimes to stuff because I just how they do, you know. Yeah, because you've been hanging out with me too long. Yeah. I still don't want no dick. Uh I would hope not. I'm just, you know, some people may be like, How is he hanging out with him? Is he becoming him? No, I just no. You know, it is what it is. But I, I accept I've been accepting my grown man weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten smaller. I do want my face to go back to normal though. Well, you gotta stop stuffing that motherfucker. Because I have high cheekbones, so the fact that my face is a little bit more puffier now is not like a loaf of bread. <laughs> I'm just <funny. laughs> I'm Whatever. But no, yes, do your cardio. But I my the I know brothers out here when they listen to this, my shit change. You know when you young and they say you enter into puberty and your balls drop. I feel like my balls have dropped again mm. and my penis. Got old man weight and old man dick. I mean that motherfucker get hard though. Of course. That's I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying it's starting to hang a little bit. Yeah. More. And it's like shit. You your body is always fucking changing. Like even working out, certain workouts don't even work anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can work out like this, and it's like okay, your stomach used to get small real quick off doing this. Nah, bro, you got to do a little bit extra and take it back into the kitchen mm-hmm. and stop eating that bullshit. That's first and foremost. Now that I've gotten down to eating meat just once a day, I feel a lot better. That's good. I feel a lot better. I'm glad because I did not like hearing you talk about your stomach. I yeah, uh, I was shitting bricks daily. So I wanted to talk about before we get out of here with cuffing season here, the juggling act of dating mm. and balancing multiple men and women mm. and the difficulties of that. Okay, tell us about it. Well, since I guess I've been the only slut in life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that's I mean I think it is difficult for juggling. The reason I wanted to, I wanted to talk about like cuffing season but in a different perspective of like juggling and the act of dating mm-hmm. is because when you're dating, 
and you're entertaining multiple women. I'll just speak for me. Like, just say for if you're dating three to five women, mm. and you're juggling like those three lot. to five women. Just listen. It ain't even about it just being on a lot. A lot. No, I'm saying that sounds like a lot that has to go into that. No, not it, judging it you for. But the dangerous part about it, not even the dangerous part, the craziest part about it is, those five women are going to want to be treated like the only one. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to take a break off. Mm-hmm. So if you are a guy dating three to five women, after you hang up the phone with one of them and another one calls or they text you and then you have to reply and always be on your A game because they are expecting that. Mm-hmm. And most of the time we're trying to be that until we get what we want mm. or until we narrow the shit down. Mm-hmm. That's how we do. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's draining on a man because you to have to keep up that. And it's not that it's not real. That's, you're just being, you're treating every girl like they want to feel mm-hmm. in that moment until you figure out what you're trying to do with them. But the shit gets exhausting. Yeah, and I guess that's part of the reason why I've been hesitant to start dating, just because that does seem like a lot. I don't really like a lot of people in my space, yeah. and I don't really like to share my time with a lot of people. But you would be one so of the me, juggle, not the juggler. No, I'm just like if I were to start dating, there's yeah. multiple people that want to date me right yeah. now. So I feel like I would have to do some juggling, juggling too. too. So, but most most of the time, though, in the beginning, women don't have to cater to the man. Mm-hmm. They just have to be engaging and responsive. Yeah, and I don't really always feel like doing that. People don't know how to have conversation these days. That's one of the biggest reasons why yeah. shit like that is bad. Yeah, I just feel like that everyone wants to be number one thing is difficult because I know, like I said, even now, like I do talk mm-hmm. to excuse that I do talk to people. Mm-hmm. So it's like I haven't gotten to the point of like full fledged dating where I'm like, hey, let's go out and eat and do all of this other shit. You ain't took them out in public yet. <sighs> all right, we're gonna go right on to the next one. No, it's I'm, also <laughs> stressful. That was a good. <laughs> It's also stressful. We going It's also stressful. You like to throw shade. Like I was not throwing shade. You do. It's just like I was looking at that old video that we posted last week when we were in the studio with Frank, and you was like, uh, "I was saying, still shoot your shot," and you was like, "They've been doing it anyway." Yeah, it's like always cycle. some kind of slight shade. In there. That wasn't shade. That was true. No, it's a little bit of shade too. <laughs> but I think the the act of dating cuffing season. I honestly haven't entered into the ranks this year to try and recruit anybody. You don't have to. Oh my god. They recruiting for. You. They putting them. They're enlisting themselves. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to recruit. Yeah, women do make it easy these days. To exactly, do all they really do. Well, cuffing season for me is different this year because I have an old. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I so forgot. I'm surprised you're even bringing this back, but I forgot. Well, I you sure did. You, we did say we did agree that we were going to share this on the podcast. Oh, we did. I sure so. forgot. I didn't make a note of that. So, yeah, it, cuffing season this year is different because uh, I have an old flame mm-hmm. that has resurfaced and is, like, really just, you know, making it known that this is what they want. And by that old flame, I mean my ex-husband. Yeah. He backs him down in the post. Five <laughs> seconds on the clock. Four <laughs> seconds on the clock. He, he dribbles can. between his leg. He dribbles between his back. And Three seconds on the clock. <laughs> two seconds on the clock. Is he going to make the shot? He shoots his <laughs> shot and don't know what the motherfucker scored yet, but. <laughs> no okay so this is it's not something that's a complete surprise yeah. because we've always you know remained very close mm-hmm. um but it's just funny because now i can really tell like okay and then he even made mention of it he's like y'all you're single now so let me get that ass again <laughs> <laughs> But not even skins. more so about that because when thicker it, than when i was well you thicker than when i left <laughs> 
hit them skins. Yeah, I mean, because he came over to the house to uh, drop the kids off one day. Boy, and if you I listen had, to this, he going to murder you. I know. <laughs> he's not going to care. He, nah, he's he very not. whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, cool, um, But he came over to the house one day, and I had on some shorts because I really wasn't expecting him to get there that early. Yeah. So I had on some shorts. Your kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Who is them? You the getting kids. the gangbang? I wasn't expecting them to get there so early because they had practice, but I yeah. guess practice got canceled. So oh, I was walking around the house, had my little shorts on or whatever. So I opened the door and the kids came in. Yeah. And then he was looking and he was like, uh, I see this is Artesia 2.0. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so then a couple of days later, he was like, hey, you want to go grab a drink? Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Because yeah. we hang out, yeah. but I could just tell because I know him. Yeah. So he was like, you want to go grab a drink? And I was like, uh, no, what's yeah. going on? So ever since then, the conversation has been like, you Shoot know. that shot. He backs down. He has it again. He has another shot. <laughs> yeah. He back five, four, three, two, one. That's going to be the name of the podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. And it's crazy because we were at the bar yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we oh, were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It is true. Yeah. And oh. you were kind of like low key encouraging me. Yeah. Because he's a good guy. And it's so crazy because he says the same thing about you. Because he's like, yeah. if I can't have you, I'd rather you be with Anthony. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy, though. And I've told you that. I think when we broke up, I was like, yo, if we're not going to end up together and, you know, we're able to be you friends. You might as well go back to your ex husband. Like, I was like, you might as well go back to your ex husband, man. Because it. I'm a guy I talk to guys All the time mm-hmm. These niggas ain't shit No And I don't I'm not saying this For the women I'm saying this For guys too And I've said this before It's so many Fuck niggas out here That every girl Now expects Every dude To be a fuck nigga mm-hmm. And it's not Every dude That's like that So women have That guards up Or they have mm-hmm. These expectations Or they think things Before they even happen I, I talked to a homegirl The other day And she said She has a friend That after the first date If it's even if she likes the guy, going in before the go, they go into the second date, she sends out a uh, questionnaire mm-hmm. for them to fill out questions before going on the second date. Oh, wow. To see their, like what their mindset is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy out here for y'all. Yeah. It's crazy out here for guys too, though. Yeah. So, Only across the board. So that's that was my whole thing. But yeah, so like you were saying, we were at the bar yesterday too. And while we were at the bar, it was a beautiful bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had ass. Mm-hmm. She had, what caught my eye was the braids though. She yeah. had the feet in braids, yeah. and she wasn't just she, she wasn't, wasn't black. You know she, but she wasn't white either. No. She's like Italian. She looked like she may have been like Italian. Yeah, but she was very pretty. Yes. Um, she had you know the lashes and stuff on, so that's what yeah. caught my eye because I was like, okay, she's different. I saw her ass. That's yeah. I, mean, I saw the jeans. Mm-hmm. I saw the skin. To, how skin tight they were, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's ass. Then I looked up and I was like, damn, she fine. Yeah. Then she had a nice little stance to her. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I saw that and I was, I was talking to you about it because we, we've always been able to talk like that. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. How, how did we get on this conversation? I think you brought it to me and you said this is. I said, said oh, because I saw I could tell like I know what you like. Yeah. So I was I told you I was like, well, if this would be one of the times where if we were in an open relationship because we had that conversation before yeah. that I would be like, OK, this is somebody that we could, you know, bring back home. Yeah. 
and so, you were kind of like, well, I'm not just gonna want it just for that one time. And, and that's and most kinda, and yeah. most dudes know. And that's that. of course the thing that. Um, and most dudes and some dudes may not say it in an open relationship. They'll have an open relationship with their woman. They'll have this agreement, but then they don't honor the agreement. And that's because the thing. they've been fucking. Like the thing about niggas is, yeah, if we have a threesome, I'm still gonna want that girl one on one because mm-hmm. even in a threesome, we're all sharing. Mm-hmm. So it's like outside of that, I want this motherfucker for myself. And most dudes ain't gonna want to be on those schedule will be told when they can go fuck the other girl if they've mm-hmm. already fucked them the way we think is if i fucked her with you why can't i fuck her without you yeah but that's the thing that makes open relationships difficult because not everyone abides by the because i told you straight up and place. down at the bar i was like we ain't together but if we was together i'm telling you right now if we fucked her i'm fucking her a couple we times fucked a week her, i'm fucking i was like i'm fucking her <laughs> myself by myself to enjoy her yeah by myself a couple of times a week mm-hmm and the whole thing, I don't think when people think about, some people talk about it and they're like, hey, I can do an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, even for women, I'm like, do you know that if he's dipping his dick in another girl and it feels better? Because I'm going to tell you like this, I've had a lot of snatch in my day. Mm-hmm. And I know the snatches that stand out. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some snatches that I don't, I would never have to see, touch, or do again. Mm-hmm. We know. So if that girl snatch is better than your wife snatch mm-hmm. or your girlfriend snatch, that nigga's going back. Mm-hmm. If this girl can deep throat and it's wetter than what yours is, and you can't deep throat, that nigga's going back. Yeah, and I don't if think your that's something that's you. Yeah, I don't think that that's something that shouldn't play. be expected. I just think that if you're going to commit to an open relationship, it has to be proper communication. It does have at to all be. times. It like, does have to be. And it's, I feel like it's an eventually growing thing. Exactly. Like because your emotions are going to change. You mm-hmm. may have an emotional day or a bad day. And then you may just not want your husband or your boyfriend to go fuck her because you just don't want him going. Mm-hmm. You just in one of your moods. And then that nigga may, it could be one of those things where it's like, hey, it's Tuesday. I know it's my day to where I go get to go see my side chick. Mm-hmm. And then you know that, but you're having a shitty day and you're like, I don't want you to go see her tonight. Mm-hmm. And then what you In a do? real life, you should not go see her because that's your wife. Yeah, but but if a nigga know like, his schedule was Tuesday and he ain't fucking I only got one day, I'm going. <laughs> I'll see you when I get back. Hell yeah. And y'all got the head of that <laughs> shit when y'all get back. And that, for some people, that could end your motherfucking marriage. But I try to tell people who talk about that because I've had the offer. And it's just like, you got to be careful. Oh, yeah. And you have Anytime to Anytime you open up that kind of, like, you give that free range, you definitely have to be careful. And it's not something that you can map out and say, oh, I got this figured out. I yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Because you can't control every dynamic. Yeah. Uh, That's what makes it so risky. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that girl was fine. Shout out to whoever the girl was, and she was nice. Yeah, very nice. She was very sweet. And mm-hmm. one thing that I think makes women beautiful, what they don't realize. When they don't act like it. When you're beautiful, and you just act normal. Exactly. Even the girls who are just okay-looking girls, or girls who are just I, whatever you are as a woman, act like you're more, don't act like you're more than what you are. Mm-hmm. You could be, be confident. Yeah, you could be confident. You could carry yourself with something, you know, dignity, but also be like, Show your humility too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just be out there because men. When we see that, if you just a cool girl who knows sports or just free flow conversation, we go, that's how you gonna get us. Yeah. Then if you can do all that extra shit, that's bonuses. Yeah. So just carry yourself better. So before we get out of here, man, we got this event coming up. I'll let you tell them about the event that we have coming <laughs> up on so. October twenty seventh. I'm gonna yeah. hit you, but I'm I'm doing that before we talk about the Facebook thing. But we have the event coming up. Oh yeah. 
I almost forgot we yeah. needed to talk about that. But the event is on Saturday, October 27th from 6 to 10 p.m. at Independent Bar and Kitchen in Deep Ellum. This is our third installment of the Speakeasy series. Yep. We're going to be discussing all things entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> on the flyer, you will note it says all things black entrepreneurship because I feel like a lot of black entrepreneurs don't have a space to really go yeah. and be open or vocal about some of the struggles that we face. Yeah. I mean, it is difficult. And we'll transition into the Facebook issue because I was doing like a promo for the event mm -hmm. and they declined it. They were like, oh, it's not approved because uh, we think that this event has something to do with housing or uh, credit opportunities. And so I'm like, where did you get housing from? Yeah. Like, where did you get credit opportunities from? This is about black entrepreneurship. Yeah. Quite naturally, it was the word black. So when they came back again, they said, well, we feel like it's going to um, go against our discrimination policy. And I was like, well, I've already, you know, signed off saying that we are not discriminating against anybody because we know about discrimination all too well. Yeah. Why would we discriminate? And I, I, when you told me this, I thought it was crazy because I was like, uh, the first thing I thought to myself was white people. You don't see white people say, you know, the highs and lows of white entrepreneurship. They're just going <laughs> to say the highs and lows of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. because they, I mean, we know what it is. It's hard. I, I don't know how to word it right now, yeah. but you don't have to say it. It's just like when people say, why do you have to say black history month? Or why does black people have a whole month? Mm -hmm. Because y'all have everything else. Y'all exactly. own it's everything understood else. That it's already understood that y'all yeah. own shit. Y'all stole it. Y'all have now manifested it into something else and fostered it to something else. And, and, I think, and we want our own fucking lane. And it's okay to have that. And I think the the people that truly support us. And when we put us, black in front of whatever we're doing, it's not no nationalist shit. It's not because we're not going to turn away. Like if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur that happens to be white and you're in the Dallas area, you yeah. want to come to the event. Come on, come on. Yeah. Like I have two friends that are actually coming that are not black but when they saw it they were like oh this is dope yeah. i'm gonna be there you yeah. know because the thing about it is if you know the culture and the climate of this country it is a difference between black business and white business mm -hmm. as positive we go through negative, way more red we, tape and, and you guys have to mm -hmm. our name you know like dl hugley on the contrarian he talks about if you have a certain name you may not even get a job mm -hmm. so the highs and lows of black entrepreneurship are real for us you know, and the lows, we suffer so many lows because like Jason said on back on episode 210, there's no black hubs mm -hmm. to help black people, you know, or entrepreneurs really do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Now, some of y'all call yourself entrepreneurs and some of y'all really just self-employed. You need to figure that part of it out, too. If you're not making any in the green and you're always in the red, I it's think a it difference. would be more of a hobbyist. Yeah, or but or self-employed. Yeah. But you're not an entrepreneur. You have to own something, and it has to be bringing in a revenue. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to have fiscal years. And if you're not having fiscal years, I'm not sure what kind of business you're running. So... <laughs> So, also, the event is hosted by Crystal Garner from um, BET's Grand Hustle. Yeah. Shout out to her. She survived a double elimination yeah, in last balling. week's episode. She working. Yeah. Y'all come in. out. Just come. This is the thing. I, we just have to start supporting each other better. Mm -hmm. We can't keep sitting back waiting for somebody to see us and say, hey, I hope I get this opportunity. Mm -hmm. We just have to start working with like-minded individuals and working with people who have same goals and put this shit to work, man. Yeah. Y'all can do this shit. We can do this shit. We've mm -hmm. been doing it. We're looking to grow with other people. We're looking to build with other people, other people who really have a passion and a dream. And also realize your place in business. Mm -hmm. I posted a couple of snippets of from um, Damon John's podcast, the Shark Tank guy and the guy who owned FUBU. 
But I posted a couple of things in reference to business because a lot of times before you try to run a business or get into a business, know if you are a leader or a follower Mm -hmm. and know if you are a person who can be a point one or if you're a person who needs to be at the Or even just what you like to do. Because I think for me, like, I prefer to be behind the scenes, but that's not to say that I don't have leadership qualities. Yeah. But it's just that's that's my lane and that's what I choose to stay in. Yeah. And you just got to figure out your lane, man, and Mm -hmm. be willing. And when it's a startup business, for me, the little bit of advice I would give to any startup business is sometimes you just have to exchange intellectual property and sweat equity. Mm-hmm. In order to get something done, create barter systems, you know, secru- um, trade off services. Mm-hmm. And when you try to build your business, I feel like when you're trying to build your business, talk to people about what you can do for them. And that's what's going to get them to start buying from you. Mm-hmm. You because, always have to be providing some type of value. Yeah. What kind of value are you providing? What kind of service are you providing? And when you're providing that value and service, make sure you are able to be fluid between the levels in which you deal with those people. What I mean mm-hmm. by that, if you're doing business with a CEO or an owner of a company, then wear that hat. If you're dealing with a farmer or a person who's trying to save their land or something like that, then you have to bring yourself down. If you're CEO level, bring yourself down to the common man. If you don't know how to transition and be fluid in, in your emotions mm-hmm. and your empathy when you're dealing with people in business to meet that need, you're going to fail all the time, man. Yeah. So that's it. Facebook, stop fucking cock blocking, man. Well, we got- I changed it and they let me through. But so. we had to take black away. Um, I didn't. Oh, you just figured out a way around it. Yeah. Niggas always got loopholes. <laughs> Facebook, stop cock blocking us. Uh, this is season 11. We're almost into season 12. We have about uh, six, six, five, more. six more episodes mm-hmm. before season 12. We're going to try and take it out with a bang. If it's, some, if it's something that you guys want us to talk about, email us at info at the reality mm-hmm. If you want to be on the show, Email us at info at the reality is dot com. If you Thanks want somebody to the to, people that have started um, reaching out to us to invite us to their events. Yes, we I missed really a couple, like but we're not going to be missing a lot of them soon. We're trying to expand exactly. the team to where if we can't make it somewhere, we still have a spokesperson or like a brand ambassador to go mm-hmm. to bring, you know, to support what we're doing. Uh, we're going to be in L.A. on October 19th through the 23rd. 23rd. We got a couple of dope interviews lined up out there. We'll be yes. telling you guys more about that as the date um, comes closer. Um, like I said, October 27th, we have the um, the Reality Speakeasy. Is third installment speakeasy event at Independent Bar and Kitchen in Deep Ellum from 6 to 10 on that night. Come out, man. Get a ticket. Even if you can't make it, if you live somewhere else, we would appreciate it if you bought a ticket. If you, Because people have done that on the last couple of events. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. If somebody does that again this time, we appreciate it. We don't ask for anything. We always just try to put something on for you guys, and then we get your support that way by giving you great content and great events being put mm-hmm. out. So uh, what else did I have to say? Allow yourself to be vulnerable, man. Yes, I think that was the overall message of us talking about the new shows because a lot of times it's unfortunate but sometimes people have to watch things on tv in order to like make Mm -hmm. them realize and understand certain things put your phones down man Mm -hmm. put your phones down i think we always on the phone i've been guilty of this everybody's guilty of this put the phone down try to go without your phone at least a couple hours of the day Mm -hmm. or or if you have somebody in your presence try to focus on that person in your presence i understand if they over there attend hours that they spend in the night you got to pick up your phone oh, at some yeah. point but try to give most of your attention to that person men i want to speak directly to motherfucking men at this point it's okay to interact and be nice and foster relationships and new friendships yes. with other men and women as well fostering your friendships is important i think at this, you know we're i'm 35 you're 33 mm-hmm. i mean we, making new friendships in your 30s that shit can be so um 
I don't know the word difficult? I'm looking for. No, it can be difficult, but it, when you do find those, because I found like one or two. Yeah, me too. It can be so, I don't know the word. Um, it's refreshing for yeah, me. Yeah, it's refreshing, but it was another word I was looking I for. I know it is, but, but that's, I, can't, I can't get it. <laughs> that was I, my word. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I definitely feel like we should be trying to meet new people and network with new people. I know we always talk about having a small circle, but there are so, uh, such things as associates. Exactly. You know, at a time you may need somebody to for just listen things. or do different things. Mm-hmm. You have those groups of friends and people that you can go to and you can experience those things. So, men, I want you to foster relationships. Be able to speak to another man. Don't just stare him down and mean mug for no goddamn reason. Mm-hmm. Fucking speak. If you stare at anybody, speak. Yes. So that's all I got to say, man. Be sure to keep up with all things the reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T H A. Also, follow us on The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and all other streaming platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, be sure to email us at infotherealityis.com. At Last but not least, Leave us a rate or review like the young lady who did on this week to let yes. us know what we're doing wrong. And on she the podcast. gave good, great feedback, fucking feedback. <laughs> Some of it we thought the same. So thank you for that. But if you listen to the podcast, we don't care if it's a good review or bad review. We just want to hear from you. And if you have the ability to employ or empower someone, take advantage of doing so, man. And always remember, guys, to inhale, inhale courage to excel success. And we'll talk to you soon, man. Talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks, Artis, for coming on the podcast. I think you podcast. can officially, well, you don't have to stop thanking me. I know. You don't you, have to you, do it every episode. I do it every episode <laughs> because not to be funny, you don't have to be doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that people always ask me is with us being broke up, how do we still do this? And I always try to tell you, I champion you, I respect you, and I cherish your presence because you could leave and a lot of shit would. It wouldn't fall apart because I wouldn't allow it, but the struggle would be real. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate everything you do for the business and everything that you've done for me yeah quite welcome all right we'll check y'all on next week man go fucking appreciate somebody somebody doing something for your motherfucking ass that you (laughs) probably can't do for yourself go fucking thank them y'all know his name hey yo mac ladies and gentlemen c5 oh wing time yeah 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 Zone, 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 zone. Let me see your shoulders work. I mean, I don't know what y'all came here to do, but uh, yeah. if you ain't got a lighter, what the fuck you smoking for? What the fuck though? Damn. Where the love go? Oh. Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.